two senseis and a casual. up with playoffs or fantasy yeah because you know i got a bye that's a good way to so, wrap you know, i'm really just chilling you know what I'm saying? all right <laughs> i'm struggling you know, here you, I mean, struggling to put out a roster oh man i don't really have that concern at this point you know what i'm saying <laughs> but you know i get to that role when i get there you know but <laughs> b you remember that uh the podcast we did i said since going five and oh i went one and five yeah well since then i went one and two so <laughs> It yeah. wasn't it wasn't much better, but it, somehow I made playoffs. Yeah. Somehow, hey. <laughs> that's all that matters. But God, um, <laughs> and I'm playing my fucking cousin Mike week one, of course. I played him. Did I play? Is him? I think I played him last week, and he picked up Rashad Penny, who had a career day. <sighs> oh my god, um, that's so annoying. He just has some like great. I don't want to call it lucky because obviously you got to pick up the guy, but like no, Rashad he always Penny, he always gets waiver luck. You know how he is. Rashad Penny literally had a career day, bro, and I'm like, bro, no, he was the only one that do? like pick up dudes like when people is like, soon as they get injured and he get the dude immediately. Bro. I'm like, bro, what time do you yeah, wake that's up? How, my cousin's a hawk <laughs> with that shit. Watch out in our league, Gerard. That MK33, whatever yeah. his team is, watch out. He's a hawk. Hey, he also um he picked up. Uh, the quarterback for the Saints. I can't think. Taysom. Of right Taysom. Yeah. Oh my god! And then Taysom had like that 70, yeah. 70 yard touchdown when everybody thought they was just gonna run out the clock. So yep. Yeah, man. No. Well, we out. were talking about that during our uh, when we did that little preview. That's right. You were so pissed. Yeah. Shout out to Mike for two uh two moves. <laughs> I don't know what to call them, yeah. but it was it was two two clutch moves. But Gerard B was like when well, he's like when you think the team's gonna run out the clock and your quarterback runs a fifty yard touchdown. Dude, it was seventy. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know if he was supposed to take a knee or, or what dude. He was just and he was wide open too, to yeah. Him. Nobody no. Well oh, anywho <sighs> What's up everybody? Uh, <laughs> another episode of Two Hip Hop Sensei's and Casual. I'm the host Brandon aka B Weezy and Man, I don't have an intro, man. It's almost 2022. But God, that's what I leave it with. But God. New year, new me. <laughs> well, I'm Gerard, <laughs> a.k.a. Ain't Shit Sweet, a.k.a. Diabetes. All right. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for a good a.k.a. one. I'm Drew, A.D. the name, and I'm critically acclaimed, baby. <laughs> Short and sweet. <laughs> um. Before you go any further, um, just want to ask you guys to make sure that you subscribe to us on whatever platform that you are listening to us on. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Uh, all of our links in one spot within our link tree. Shout out to Gerard. Uh, also, be sure to shout us out and tag us in posts that you would like us to discuss on social media. Leave us reviews. Um, again, we appreciate all of you guys' support. And if you're really loyal, tell, tell your, your friends, friends to tell their friends to, to listen friends. to our podcast. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at two hip hop senseis period a period casual. Man, uh, I gotta. Well, Drew, I actually think you you told me you you told us about the first one, but I have a second one. Did you know? Um, but Kanye West, as I think you mentioned again earlier this week, eight oh eight has now surpassed one billion Spotify streams. So Ye now has the most albums over one billion Spotify streams of all rappers. Did you mention that earlier this week, Drew? Or my I mentioned the the Eminem one with the okay, Black so, Laps. Yeah, so my bad. I thought you. You're I good. thought that's what you mentioned, but 
No, so, I, yeah. I, that was new news to me. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So so now Kanye is at the top of the top with 10. Uh, Eminem is right behind him with nine. And then Drake is behind them or tied with Eminem with nine as well. So, Jeez. yeah, 10 albums with a billion Spotify streams. That is That's insane. Uh, that is insane. Um, and then the next one I had here was Rosé's new album. Debuted at, debuted at number 20 on the Billboard 200 Jeez. this week. Uh, moved 30K album, equi- album equivalent units in the first week. Uh, despite, you know, features like Teacher, 21 Savage, Wale, The Dream, and much more, the album is Rosé's first to fail to enter the top 10. So, you know hey. That is? That, that's, that's Ross being a veteran now. Now he gets veteran sales. Well. It's sad, but it's, true. It's, it's bad. <laughs> this is terrible. This is really bad sales. It's bad. <laughs> and there's yeah. no sugar coat uh, in that, but Ross never really sells a lot. So like, and he even mm-hmm. said it on the album. He was like, "They may sell more records than me, but I make more money." So like, he understands. <laughs> he did say that. He understands he don't <laughs> sell records, but like I said, this is shitty. This is bad. This is really bad. That's this bad. is <laughs> bad for Ross. Like so. Yeah. No, I was I was surprised. Um, for that to be the first one and not crack the top ten, that was. I feel like that was more of a surprise to me, but one of his best too. It's so sad to me. But do you think it has anything to do with the album cover? <laughs> anything at all? Maybe I'm no. gonna be a dead ass serious. Like maybe changing it, people would be like, "Oh, where's the album I was seen before?" You know, know. who knows? No, because people people weren't really like anxiously <laughs> awaiting that previous cover that he switched. But <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I mean, it was out of the albums that I listened to last week, and we went over. That was the one that I. Um, didn't enjoy the most, so I know that you guys really liked, I liked it. it personally. Right. I you like you said, B. I've heard a lot of people agree with you that they weren't really feeling it like that. So mm. I have been hearing a lot of mid reviews. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised to be honest with you guys. So yeah, that was uh the two did you knows. Um, did either of you have any fun facts? I know sometimes y'all like to throw some in there. So I was I was just gonna share that Eminem yeah, one. Go oh yeah, go ahead, Drew. Uh, so Eminem is the first artist i think did it say he was the first artist to go to have 1.2 billion streams on a song that's non-single and that was uh till i collapse with nate dog which crazy like i thought that was a single i thought they made it a single after it gained popularity back in the day but i mean that's that's impressive (laughs) i actually thought so too so yeah I sent y'all yeah, no, that's oh, that's that's super dope because I love Till I Collapse. So yeah, that's dope. It's a great track, yeah, great workout song. But um, I sent y'all something in the chat earlier this week. But uh, Warner Music Group bought Three Hundred Entertainment for approximately four hundred million dollars. Um, Three Hundred Entertainment is the home to Meg The Stallion, uh, Young Thug, and his label uh, YSL Young Stoner Life. Gunna, Fetty Wap, and Mary J. Blige. So it's crazy because wow. Kevin Lyles, who owns 300 Entertainment, was a part of the Warner Music Group before because he worked at Def Jam, then he worked at Atlantic, and now he's back in Warner Music Group. And they're a part of this new, um, I guess, like label grouping that they're putting together with 300 and Electro Music Group. So it's going to hmm. be um, interesting how they run this. And Kevin Lyles will now be the CEO of that music group. And he's been doing well with 300, so we'll see what happens um, when he runs this music group. I was curious what, like, Mary J. Blige might do there. I wonder if she'll step up a role and, like, 
maybe be an A and R for R and B. You know, she got an ear. I don't think she want to do that. Just, just keep making, just keep making tracks. Yeah. No, she just put and a new acting. single out recently. And acting, so. yeah, I forgot. <laughs> no, that's dope. I was wondering when you sent that because I wasn't sure what artists actually belong to that label. So I appreciate that breakdown. Wow. Yeah. Young Thug's a great one to have on that label right and now. And Meg The Stallion is killing it. And Meg, yeah, she's yeah. hotter than ever. <laughs> and Meg just actually got a deal um, with Netflix yeah. to be a content creator. So wow. I don't know. Yeah. I was seeing stuff on Twitter. It's it seeming like Meg might go down the road of where, you know, Kind of like the Rihanna's, um, where not really known for her music years down the line because she's doing so much. But shout out to her graduating, I think, becoming a really nice role model um, for women these days. So shout out to Meg. Did you see J.R. Smith's grades? I did. (laughs) Speaking of graduating. That's so good, man. And he got his grades mixed up, which was hilarious. I follow him on Twitter just for that, just to watch his I follow him on Twitter, man. The whole, the whole, like you said, since the beginning until the yeah. end, like entertaining as hell. Like I, I love that, and it's never too late, man. It's never nah. too late. You want to go back to school? You want to, you know, follow your dreams? You want to golf in college? Like I, I'm impressed because yeah. I don't think after a certain point I could go back. Like God no, he no, like, it wouldn't be for me. He's not that old, you know. He's like 35. Oh, like. He ain't got nothing else to do. He's a retired no, NBA that's player. That's so true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I, mean, 30, I mean, 35, though, like, 35-year-old me would not want to be around, like, Yeah, but 18. what about 35 millionaire right. you? That's even, no, that's even, no. Millionaire more, me? More instead of to stay at home and chill? Millionaire me would be like, no, what would I actually want to go back for? Like, I, I've, I've made it to the mountaintop. There is no reason for me but to go back and struggle You never went to anymore, college. You but. never got your degree. You went to the league straight out of high school, so. I'm just trying to think, because, I mean, I went to college. I got my right. degree. Yeah, you have to justify the millions I, I, in your education. Just... Yeah, if, if you tell me I, I could go back and delete that and just get my millions, <laughs> gotta say man at 35, I, don't think, I don't think i'm making that trick back to yeah, you can read a book and watch a youtube video on your own time that bro that's really, what i'm saying man. Like, experience, man. <laughs> and then he was going through and like people kept making like henny jokes he's like dude i don't even like henny like give me a hell yeah yeah that's hilarious like get some new material man like that's funny to me but yeah man shout out to shout out to mega stallion shout out to um jr smith let's go so we'll get so, into what we listen to yeah, so that's it. Let's get into that. What we listen to or watch. Um, purple drink, sipping bitch. Why you on that K roll? We ain't at no playground. I'm gonna show you how I play though. Bitch, say I'm playing my games with her. She called me Play Doh. I want a motherfucking Janet Jackson. I'm sitting I forgot. I actually did get a chance to listen to uh, Big Boy's album yesterday or last night. Oh, nice. Week, What'd you think? Um, so I added, let me see. Sucker Free is right amazing. <laughs> um, I added Lowercase, which is another good one. Animals Can't Sleep, Intentions in You, Sucker Free, as I mentioned. Um, and then Do Your Best and Return of Dope, uh, Dope Boy. Mm-hmm. I feel like that I enjoyed the slow songs more than I expected to. Like, yeah, you just named all the ones that we said were the slow part of the album. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, <laughs> like intentions and can't sleep. I feel like my only criticism, really, for that for that album was like, I I can't get a feel for what he was aiming for with like the you know how we talked about exactly, Adele like yeah. not wanting people to show. This seems like an album that needs to be shuffled. Like, 
But yeah, you, you hype one minute. That's Drew. That's always my my stuff. My problem with that's it. Oh yeah, I always say that. <laughs> Pacing is huge. I, I don't. You ready to get hype and then he slows right. it down and it's like you don't you don't dislike it, but it's like right. well, like where you where you taking me right You'll now? Always that's... be like, but it's good songs. I'm like, I never said they weren't good songs. I just don't know where <laughs> where how I'm supposed to feel. <laughs> like, right. yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's really the. Why don't you like it? <laughs> it, was, it was quality music. It just was the, the orchestration. I just was like, yeah, because it it makes you fall asleep a little in the middle. Then it just hits you out of nowhere with "Sucker Free." That's the the pacing is so weird on the album. Yeah, "Sucker Free" though was 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 dope. It felt like it was longer than forty eight minutes. Yeah. Not that it was like exhausting, but like. Right. I'm like, damn! I kept looking at my phone like another song. I feel like <laughs> I don't know. My expectations were 48 minutes. It was like it felt like I, a full length project to you. Yeah, yeah. But it overall, sounded like you enjoyed it though. It was solid, man. I just like I said, you know, went from R and B to rap, rap to R and B. I just, you know, kind of a little, little, you know, <laughs> like you was on a roller little coaster. journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like a roller coaster. But uh, that's really the only album that I've listened to. Uh, Drew, I know you mentioned listening to uh, Roddy Roddy Rich. So yeah. I haven't was, seen the best reviews for that. Yeah, it was very mid. And I went into it very excited because I haven't heard him in a while. And it doesn't really do it. It just kind of just moves right along the whole time. There's, there's a couple standout tracks. He's got one with a little baby that's really nice. Did he have any features that were like features you didn't expect? You know how we talk, kind of talked about? Uh... Yeah, uh, Kodak Black was out of nowhere. He was on a song with uh, 21 Savage. Um, okay. Futures on it, which is nice. Uh, there was a track with Jamie Foxx, too, which I enjoyed that one. Okay. Um, uh, and then uh, my boy, who I really want an album from now, is uh, Fabio Foreign. I've been, that, that might be my favorite rapper out right now. How was that wow. track? The boy's fire, man. <laughs> Every track he's on, he okay. kills. But, but this album... 18 tracks, 51 minutes, so it's not exhausting at all. It's very easy to get through. But like I said, it just kind of it doesn't really go anywhere. And uh, Live Life Fast, he uh, he uh, samples that Rick Ross and Kanye song, um, Live Fast, Die Young, on uh, I think it's one of the first few tracks yeah, on he it. Said that it's kind of cool. The There's a... he said, oh, he really? Said that, that song? Inspired the album, so. <sighs> he, he let them down then. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Because that song is ten times better than this album, but it was just—I don't know. Maybe I got to get give it a car listen. Maybe see if the uh, speakers knock a little bit. You know, pump up some of the songs. Maybe they're intended to be heard that way. But did yeah, it didn't really do anything for me. Did you listen on your headphones? I listened uh, through like speakers throughout my house. I had all the Google okay. ones connected, and I was running chores, so like every room I got a speaker pretty much. So. Yeah, it was just okay. Mid. Man, well, can't say I'm surprised. That's literally what I've been seeing. So, um, just yeah, uh, you you guys will like it for the features. There's a lot of features. Well, I'm gonna, whenever I get a chance, okay. I'm going to hear it out. Um, Drew, did you know that the new Bodie James came out? I didn't know till last night, and we were headed in to go see Spider-Man. I'm not going to say a word about it for you boys thank you, thank um you. there's been a yeah. lot of people trying to spoil it for me and i don't appreciate yeah. that bro i stayed up so i'll just say this real quick yesterday i went to the movies at 1 30 in the afternoon to see eternals and then at night i went to go see spider-man just because <laughs> so yeah, it was a f- fun little double feature but yeah i'm not gonna say a word for you boys we'll talk in about four weeks when it all passes all right. over 
Appreciate that. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. And, uh, let me know what you guys. Gerard, you liked. Uh, excuse me for being antisocial. Uh, his first yeah. album, and I was felt kind of the same way about it. So maybe I'm not a Roddy Rich fan. Okay. Could fair. be. We'll see. I I really don't have no opinion because I haven't heard it yet. So right, if I get a chance. <laughs> I will let y'all know. I don't want to sway your opinion, but yeah, go since you like the first, you might enjoy it a little more. Okay. But I, I just haven't heard anything. So that's that's weird. You know, like even looking on the timeline, I haven't heard nothing like when it dropped. So that I mean, that that's, could be a yeah, bad that's, thing. Yeah, too. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody talking about your album could be more harming than anything. But yeah, man. Anything else we listened to this week? Because I know the big boy was all that I had. I have watched some stuff this week. So what did you watch? Uh, I watched this, this this comedy on Netflix. It was called Mo Ammer, Mohammed in Texas. Yeah. Um, he's like a, I want to say, I, comedy. I don't want to, because it, it's kind of a part of the comedy, but um, it's actually really good. Like, he gets introduced by The Rock to start off. He made well, a movie with The Rock. Um, it's like a recording, and then he comes out. But he just, he talks about catching, uh, Catching COVID twice from Dave Chappelle. Um, he he discusses. Uh, he got it in, from Chappelle. In a, in a way, yes, yes. He <laughs> hangs funny. out with Dave Chappelle. Like I said, got introduced by The Rock. Um, Finally, talks about kind of during these pandemic times where you don't know like if it's over, like this balance between like laughing and crying because stuff is just so <laughs> crazy, like. Then he got he he said he got divorced during the, the quarantine, so it was a lot. But he's really funny, man. Like really funny. Um, talks about being. Um, I think he talks about with his nationality, like how things changed for him after nine eleven. Um, I I, w- I would highly recommend it. I laughed a lot, and he's just got this this humor where he doesn't like beat you laughing. So, like, when he laughs, it's kind of genuine. So, yeah, check it out. Like I said, got nice. COVID twice from Dave Chappelle. Like, you won't see too many comedies <laughs> from the person that says that. So, that's a great Dave Chappelle impression, too. Um, but, yeah, that was hilarious to me. Um, and then I know Gerard mentioned something I I didn't listen to in full because I couldn't find the full actual video. But um, Drink Champs yeah. with Big Sean, I, I look forward to discussing that. So, Gerard, if you wouldn't mind, um, yeah, let's get into so that. So, it was a... It was a really good drink champs. Um, Sean got to really like go down the timeline of his career and like what inspired him all the way from Finally Famous all the way up to Detroit too. So like he he broke down every album and what he was going through mentally and what went into the recording process of all those things. He went through um, what it was like recording Click, uh, what it was like recording. Um, ass with Nicki Minaj and like all the hits like in the platinum and triple platinum records that he sold you know through good music he talked about that he got drunk as fuck which is what Nori does give me a hell yeah and like so like, dude after every question Nori's like take a shot take a shot so yeah and then you know the big thing he talked about you know what Kanye was talking about and like he at that point he was fucked up so like he was really Mm -hmm. honest about like everything that was going on but still respectful and still like kept some things close to vest like but he was like honest about how it made him feel like he felt like you know he admitted that you know it hurt his feelings because he felt like you know he has a song out now with um 
Hit Boy and uh Dirk and I forgot who else on the song, but it's called Loyal to a Fault. And he said he feels like he was that way to Kanye. He said every time Kanye is called, whatever Kanye has needed, Big Sean has done it. You know, he like no questions mm-hmm. asked. Like he he never really like because he appreciated the the opportunity that Ye gave him. So when he heard Ye go on the podcast and say all this stuff about him that wasn't true, you know, like he's never said anything against Kanye. And he said he, I was, he was actually the first person to endorse Kanye for president. Like, so, like, mm-hmm. he felt like the shit he said was some bitch-ass shit. Like, those are his words. <laughs> so, like, he broke down, like, where he felt like the where Kanye's disdain may have came from, and he said and it had shit to do with politics. Like, he feels like he feels like Kanye says stuff against him, and he's been the most loyal, but Kanye can, you know, show love to Drake, and Drake has said the most disrespectful things to him. He was like, and he don't understand mm-hmm. that. And he was like, those both my bros, so it's not like I'm this like trying to tear anybody down. I just don't understand how, like, when Drake says something to you, you can still come up and find a way to show love to him. And I don't say nothing to you and you find a way to tear me down. Like, you know, he was like, I got to go back to mm-hmm. my city. And my niggas is asking me, why you ain't say shit back? You know what I'm saying? Like, why you just watching him? And then he said, the day after the Dream Champs, like I told you, B, the day after the Dream Champs, Kanye texted him like, Hey, me, you, and your mom should meet up so we can uh, uh, find healing on, for dog. both sides. I was in the car. <laughs> I'm driving back home, like with the baby, and I'm like, bro, I would have punched him in his fucking face. Like, bro, don't, don't ever, like, bro, you's not about to disrespect me and then be like, oh, hey, hey, I'm sorry. Let's, 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 let's swap it out. Like, no. and include moms. Like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. For what reason was she being like, involved? Duh, like, so I do know that there was a time where, um where Big Sean has mentioned that Kanye drove Big Sean and his mom around and was like right. just driving them yeah. with both of them in the back, kind of like real humble, yeah. like, you know, type of move. But my thing is, and to your point, Gerard, not only did Big Sean say that he was always there whenever Kanye needed him, he said it was like within 24 yeah. hours. Like whether he needed him to drop a verse, whether he needed to him, you know, just for, yeah, yeah to, to write a verse, he may not even use a full verse whether it was him needing him just to, like, get the vibes right in the studio. Like, he said he never questioned it. He dropped everything and was there within 24 hours. So, and then on top of that, he said um, he was with Good Music. He dropped, I think, five LPs or five projects under Mm -hmm. Good Music. So, basically, the only artist to do such a thing, because he said Cuddy left a while ago. Yeah. He said that Cuddy and, and Kanye, for the most part, are still cool. But, like, for him to stay with Good Music for that long, um for him to have money, financial problems with good music and still be loyal. Uh, he said that his his business manager basically told him from Rock Nation that, that was the worst deal that he's ever yes. seen. Damn. And he still was loyal. So it's like all of that, like he dropped number multiple number ones under Kanye's label. So like, right. like he, he said, said he's like the, the, highest, the, the, the highest selling artist on good music outside of Kanye. He sold 50, 60 million too, records, yeah. 60 million records. And like he made so, much so he's money like, it was that. just, it was just, he just basically said, not to, not to cut you off, Drop, like what Kanye said just isn't yeah. true. Like, that, <laughs> how, how can you have those numbers under his label? Like, that's not, and I'm the worst mistake. I'm no, your worst mistake. Like, bro, like, and he, he's talked about where, like, Kanye's disdain for him, like I said, Maya came from. And he said from the song Blessings, he said, him and Drake, that was him and Drake's record. And so, like, him and Drake finished it, and he played it for Kanye because he was playing it for his album. 
Kanye said, no, I got to get on that record. He was like, bro, you already on two records on this album. Like, we good. He was like, no, I have to get on that record. He was like, all right, fine. He wrote Kanye's verse. Wrote Kanye's verse. Kanye recorded the verse. He was like, bro, you have to reach out to mastering because my pre-sale goes out tomorrow. Like, he was like, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. He calls mastering to ask them. He's not an A&R. So the the job of the A&R is to make sure all the records is mixed and mastered. All the producers are paid. All the paperwork is done. Like, that's the A&R job. He's not the A&R. So, like, that's really, like, Kanye and the company's job to do this. So he called Master and said, hey, did you get this verse? Master's like, no, we didn't get the verse. He's like, all right. I mean, you know, he called Kanye, like, bro, like, you didn't send the verse in? He was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take care of it. The verse never gets sent in. Kanye, like, blessings go crazy, as y'all know. It's triple platinum or whatever. Kanye sees that, mm-hmm. and he was like, because he felt like Drake told him not to add his verse. So Kanye thought that Sean was like, he listened to Drake and was more loyal to Drake was like, so you let you listen to him and you ain't put my verse on there. He was like, bro, I'm the one who told you to call Master and to put the verse on there. I wrote the verse. Hmm. What sense would it make if I wrote the verse and I'm saying, no, nah, I don't put this verse on there. That would be me saying myself <laughs> like, no, nah, I don't want my verse on the album. That makes no sense. Yeah. And so Kanye, you know, get the diary of the mouth telling everybody all this shit about sean so everybody knows this story around good music and he hasn't even talked to him about it so he said he feels like that's where kanye come from and he said it always feels like anytime he has a problem it stems from drake because he feels like you know he has this obsession with him for some reason so that's so crazy like, <laughs> that's so crazy but what it was some it was something else that big sean mentioned he did you confirm guys, uh, uh, go ahead b no, I was just gonna say he did confirm that money was owed. Um, yeah. Oh, he mentioned kind of to Gerard's point, like he's he's written a lot of verses and some aren't kept in full for Kanye. But he said like he never asked for publishing, like for the verses that he's wrote for Kanye. Just again, because he's so thankful for the opportunity that Kanye provided for him. But like, I'm sure that's even more money that that Kanye would owe Big Sean if he was like, you know what. I'm gonna write this verse, but let me ask for the publishing that most artists would. So Kanye kind of had a made, man. You got this talented guy that's just so appreciative of what you've done for him. Where like business-wise, he's just kind of doing things for the goodness of his heart. And then you have that interview and just crush him and call him your worst mistake. Like and we that's tough, man. Like, nah, we I don't want to have a meeting. Remember last week we was talking about um um Saha? We don't know what he was going through. Yeah. So it could be similar shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I have yeah. wrote a lot for Kanye. Like, so. Don't say Cuddy was going through his demons too at Good yeah. Music. And look at him. He left. Like, man, he got out of there, though. Big he Sean got the hell out. Big Sean <laughs> stay, stay loyal. And then yeah. Kanye shitted on him. So, but yeah, Drew, you had a question that you were going to ask. Oh, I was just going to ask Gerard now, after listening to this, do you, do you think it's a Big Brother situation or do you think there's something else stemming? That's something like more hatred for Kanye towards Sean. Well, the way Con- the way Sean talks about him, it's, it's a Big Brother situation. Like, because he felt like, that's what even I was though, thinking. like, you know, Ye owes him upwards of $5 million. Like, he that's didn't save it. Oh, by the way. <laughs> so, so, that's enough yeah. money to not go to college like, you know, he's still upset with that because he was posing the question to like nori and i'm like if somebody owed you five hundred thousand, how would you feel 
He was like, I mean, yeah, upset. He was like, okay, cool. What about a million? Yeah. He was like, yeah, that made me upset. Okay, <laughs> what about two million? He was like, yeah, <laughs> three million, four. He was like, five. Like, so, like, he kept going up. He was like, he owes me money. And, like, because he audited the record label, and they said, yo, we paid them. So, he owe you some money. I was just about to say that. They said that. He was he was expecting what was the actual what was the label name because he was thinking uh, it was the label uh, that the, what is it um the Vandy or something like that. Come on, man! What are we talking about? So he's thinking the label isn't paying him, and they're like, "Nah, we pay good yeah. music," and it was good music that wasn't paying Big yep. Sean, but mm-hmm. they were paid. So all this time he's expecting to get this money back from the label and. They did their their job, and Big Sean is just wow, man. It's it's uh, I wouldn't want to have a talk with anybody with five million. And and the thing that gets me and what makes everything about this so sad is the fact that Big Sean, even while drunk, even while mad about all the stuff that they talked about, still said he has absolute love for Kanye because of the opportunity that he gave him. Like Like, you you cannot listen to that interview and. Like you feel his passion, you feel like you know he he definitely feels slighted, but you don't feel like he's being disrespectful at all. Like like he no. he never never once called Kanye out his name, never once said that Kanye was a bad person. Always kept showing him love, but the parts where he felt like he was wrong, he made sure you knew that. Like he was like very intentional about the words that he was saying. So yeah, but it was a dope interview. That's called manners. Yeah, like so. <laughs> Yeah, like, it was a dope interview, and you kind of see, like, what type of person Sean is, like, you know, and, like, it, it's, it just opens that up. Like, he talked about, um, you know, different songs that he made. He he confirmed that I Don't Fuck With You was a diss song, you know what I'm saying? But he was respectful mm. again because he didn't, you know, what happened. So, he didn't want to, like, talk about that person since that person passed away. Right. So, like, you know, like, yeah, but it was definitely a diss song, and, uh, he just talked about like different um records and stuff like that. He even like he's a movie buff, so towards the end of the podcast he was talking they start they you know some super drunk shit. Started talking about their favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, but it was it was a dope listen. It was three hours long, so it's a long listen. But Damn. Yeah. God. Nori does those goddamn Rogan podcasts. <laughs> Bro, no, that's <laughs> like, right. Like I'm at a chop. I respect that up. it though, but man. That's a long listen. I'm gonna listen to it probably tomorrow, but I'm gonna check it out for you. But yeah, man, that's uh, this has been waited on for a while because after Kanye dropped, like everybody knew that Big Sean was gonna have to get his, you know. So I don't know. After listening to them both, I, I'm just like Kanye. This is another person that you've kind of, kind of screwed over, mm-hmm. and this is probably a person you shouldn't be screwing over because if Big Sean wasn't as respectful, dude, he could have said. Y'all know the song that y'all like? Yeah, I, I wrote that. Like that that ain't that ain't right. kindly like I'm sure it's it's some it's a lot. Like like you said, blessings dry. Like I had no idea that Kanye didn't write his verse on there. So no, nah, shout out to Big Sean, man. It, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my five million dollars. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sean is a better person than me because uh, I need five minutes, bro. We gotta we gotta fight because I'm not, I'm not doing that. See, I'm not gonna fight Kanye only because, like, I, eventually I'm gonna need my five no, mil. No, and I know because no, because you was disrespectful on the podcast. 
If my own little brother, oh no, I get that. that. Like, <laughs> like, we gotta, we gotta. No, I get that. I'm just saying, when you as soon as you put your hands on somebody, that's when they, that's when like they they try to take your cord. All of a sudden, they counter sue you. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't gonna hurt. I ain't had it for this long, so I mean. You gotta think long term, right? <laughs> you get you put your paws on it, you feel better, but then you be like, dang, that five million dollars though. I ain't, I probably ain't gonna get that. Nah, I need my five mil, bro. Hey, but yeah, so so what else have we uh, either listened to, watch? Um, I drew? played. I played that GTA. Oh, yeah. That that if we're gonna talk music, I played that Dr. Dre uh, and Franklin GTA expansion. That's please eight. tell us a little bit about that because. It looked like is to see Dr. Dre in a video game was dope. Anderson Pot, they yeah. uh who was it that I seen? Dion Cole had video of a studio session where it was Anderson Pot, Dr. Dre. It was just a bunch of big name people like uh Anthony Anderson were, were in the studio uh while hmm. this was being recorded, I guess, for the game. So that looked like a great time. That's what I was gonna get into because I met Dr. Dre in the game. He, I met him at a golf course, and somebody the premise is somebody stole his phone, which has unreleased music on it, and he sure. goes into a thing. You know, I don't release shit without ever being 100% clear on, you know, if I'm if my music is good or not. So somebody stole his phone, and I think they're trying to, like, either make, a, make an artist or something or give it to people or sell it or whatever. But we've been doing all the prep heist missions. I have yet to hear the damn Dr. Dre music. We've been grinding for, we've been grinding for about hour and a half, two hours of like the prep missions before you set up the heist. Yeah, have not seen Doctor Dre again. (laughs) (laughs) So this is another. The the budget can only afford so many, so many catches of Doctor Dre. Man, he ain't gonna do the mission with you. I know. uh, So I was playing with Sanger and his uh, cousin Josh, and I think they're setting up the the prep mission still right now. So we're gonna get to the final heist later, and like. Bro, GTA Five just keeps milking the shit out of that game, man. Like, we've played this game for 360, Xbox One, and now the new consoles. And they're talking about remastering it for the new consoles now. Like, oh, they did it. They did it. It just didn't get. uh, It's not yet to come out soon. Yeah, but like, bro, they're milking it. Like, Dr. Dre ain't enough to save the damn game for me. But you, you know, it's funny. But look though, look how it works. Look how it worked. I came back. Look how it worked. Came you came back. They'll get all they have to do. They have these drops. They'll they'll do these missions, these ads. Man. And all they really need, you don't have to continue playing the game for months. They just need another surge of kids to get on there and buy those shark cards. Yep. Which is the, the money Make that you money. have to. Because yep. every like I'm sure you guys are setting up those missions, right? I know yep. those missions aren't cheap. You nope. can't do them if you don't have a certain amount of money or if you don't buy certain you things. You have to have $2.4 million to buy the building to start the missions. It is genius. Uh, this will not be the last one. Oh, like you said, from 360 to the to the next gens, they've been <laughs> they've been milking it. And it works because you always are going to be intrigued. Like, who wouldn't want to play a mission with Dr. Dre and Anderson Fox? So this is my fourth time coming back oh, to the game. <laughs> Yeah, I, I probably went back to. GTA. I've deleted the game four times. I've sold it three times back in the eight years ago when I had the disc, and I now, I now I got it digital. <laughs> when they added the casino, because the casino was something that people wanted for years. The casino, when they added that, was, like, the casino was the best add-on that they did in that game. Like it, we actually played for for weeks on that. So, so. hey y'all, so when they added it, like add all these uh, downloadable content, do y'all still get to keep the money that y'all had from y'all characters before? Yep. 
Yeah. So it's literally like just 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 going it's back just on the add on, yeah. It's and it's more stuff that wasn't there the last time you played. But you, you know what the genius is about GTA is that they're all free DLCs. Yeah. You don't have to pay a lick for them. Yep. So you just have to grind in the game to pay for it to unlock it pretty much. But like that's genius. Like yep. honestly, I w- I wish they kind of announced maybe a year, two, three years ago that they, they were just like, we're going to stick with GTA five, but we're going to release like 60 new missions or something, you know? Like it's story missions. Why even call it GTA yeah, Five? Yeah. Just call it GTA and just make it like Roblox, like World of Warcraft. Right, yeah. You know, like World of Warcraft has had the same game for twenty yeah. years, and they just keep, keep adding, adding expansions. Like I think they could do that with GTA uh, you, Five. Clearly, they can do it. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, they can. I'm so stupid. The reason that bad things happen to you is because you're a dumbass. <laughs> That's right. No, man. So, yeah, we're uh, we're finally going to do the heist later, and maybe I can hear a new Dr. Dre song. I heard it's a song with Nip on there. <laughs> Is it fire? I haven't heard it. I heard it's a song on there. You got to play the damn game, probably. No, wait. Did they <laughs> did they not add any actual, like, new music to the radio stations? No, that's, a, that's where they get you. You only hear it within these cutscenes and shit. Okay. I haven't heard it on the radio stations, and I've been leaving it on Radio Los Santos, so. <laughs> wow. I haven't heard a lick, so I'm not gonna lie. They got me like, again. I feel like I want to play it now, but I played the last one too. The uh, the the Grand Payro something heist or whatever. It was like a like a music festival island, and you had to like sneak off to like a drug cartel mansion. Played it once, and we were done. It wasn't enough to hold us, but like like you said, the casino was probably the best one for sure. Yeah, yeah, but... no, the casino added a lot of fun. Um, kind of got. I don't know if you want to waste your time on this, B. <laughs> I don't know, man. Whenever you stream, I watch it though for sure. Are you gonna stream when you do those missions? Yeah, I'll I'll do it for you. Okay. Um. Yeah. But yeah, again, isn't it eight eight a name? Yep. Your, your your Twitch. So yeah, I'll check that out, and then hopefully next episode you can give us the update as to whether you heard. <laughs> Maybe I heard the song or not. Yeah. By then. <laughs> whether you heard the songs, because damn, I'm not gonna lie, that kind of makes not not hearing the songs, but like being able to interact with Dr. Dre. Yeah, Every like I said, you have to have money to start it, and then you have to grind for a little bit to to finally yeah. do it. So. Have you seen Anderson Pocket? Nope. Okay. Just just Dre on a golf course. <laughs> I'm expecting a big bang. I'm not gonna hold you up. So I'm, I'm yeah. Excited. Hey, it might be a good payoff. You never know. Maybe the final heist is worth a lot too. But we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Man, but. but yeah, anything else we've uh, played, listened to, and or watched? I'm tapped nah, out. <laughs> not for real. Okay. Well, this is, uh, this is, fan- you know what? I just thought of something. Um, so we were, we were going to discuss fantasy playoffs and that's still cool to do, but I feel like COVID has been around now for what? Close to two years, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, it's, it's affected everybody, you know, in one way or another, but I don't think there's ever been a time where COVID has slammed both leagues, the NBA and the NFL, <laughs> the way that it has been in the Man. recent weeks. So my question just to you guys was, you know, I feel like everybody or not everybody, there's a percentage of people that are just like, you know what, I want to get back to normal. And I think it's hard for people to accept the fact that we may not ever get to a normal before COVID, right? Like the thing, the thing, the thought process was, you know, COVID will run its course and, you know, we'll get back to just living, you know, being out here, no mask, you know, not having to worry about anything. But like, 
it's almost it's almost showing this year like around the holidays like numbers will get worse Mm -hmm. um i just don't know if we'll ever get back to a quote-unquote normal you know especially because the the world really didn't shut down until the nba got hit with covid Mm -hmm. and then that's when people were like oh shit like this is serious (laughs) like it's affecting athletes like we're unable to watch sports like wow you know we should really take this seriously so i just want to ask you guys do you guys think we'll ever get back to a quote unquote new normal? Do y'all think we'll have Eventually. to move forward with um I feel like COVID possibly being I know people have compared it to the flu. I, I think it's way more severe than the flu, but like holiday season, you know, numbers are gonna go up, being around family, you know. I just don't think people should expect us to just be able to drop everything that COVID has made us shift to and not have to worry about it anymore. I don't think Things will go back to normal until, and I know this is super controversial, so until people fall in line with the vaccinations. like, And I think that's that's the issue right now within the world is that people are, you know, un, you know, they're not sold with the vaccinations and stuff like that, but that's the only way things will go back towards that normal. Even with mm-hmm. different pandemics that happened throughout the world before, the only way it stopped with polio, with measles, with the flu, um, is vaccinations. That was the only way. That was the only way people were able to to curve the death rates and stuff like that for things to be able to keep moving. Until everyone falls in line with that, it's not. So if people are going to continue to be stubborn and stuff like that and not get vaccinated and, you know what I'm saying, so we can get um, immunity from it, people get the flu shot every year. If they stop, the flu will be just as bad. So it's until that happens, we're going to continue to go in this cycle. Yeah. And I, I do, I don't think the, there'll, there'll always be a group of people that don't wish to get vaccinated. And, you know, like you said, not to get too political, but I don't know, like you can, you can, there's almost like a, a thought process of people that don't wish to get vaccinated because you can still get COVID, which is true. Yeah. Um, I don't, there, there's a belief out there that some people think it was pushed. If you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. That's not true. But I don't know. I just think even with with your stance, Gerard, like COVID still will affect the population. It won't be as severe. But like I think wearing masks, I don't know if that'll because I mean, that it kind of got relaxed. But now it's like back to, you know, wearing masks Um, just in the health industry, man. I want to just to be candid, like I've been going through, you know, some health issues and the impact COVID has had on the medical field is just. It's eye opening. Um, when when you when you go to the ER, like you know, before you could you could have somebody with you, right? Like you you need somebody for support. That's not happening. Like like hospitals are backed up. If you have a problem that requires medical attention, like you are in there and it's you alone. Um, I've seen people in hallways, like on medical um beds, like because yeah. rooms are just super backed up. So like. And I'm sure it's taking a toll on, you know, people that actually work there every day, right? Like, you see people dying at a rate where it wasn't that high before. So now I won't say you're, you're, you know, immune or emotionless to it, but, like, it's just taking a toll on you. Like, you know, some people have just left left that medical field in general because it's too much. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the answers are, but, again, to see the NBA, to see the NFL getting rocked, like, Teams are 
unable to feel the minimum amount of players they need to play in the games. There have been a couple games that have been shifted from Sunday to Tuesday. Um, thankfully, you know, nobody's been seriously ill so far from what I've seen from the sports. But, like, God forbid if something extreme were to happen, like, again, the world really didn't take COVID as serious as they needed to until the NBA shut it down because they, they, the, they had that, you know, outbreak so yeah, when rudy gobert was horsing around yeah so like he was even joking around touching mics yeah. and stuff and then he was like you know what i apologize for that so yes yeah, it's, it's 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 just wild man it's like not you know, even fantasy on a, sport. a grand scale like that i've seen even like on social media like friends or family members don't take over seriously till they have it and then they be like oh my god right, this yeah. is real and it's like it was real before it got i have to you. seen that like, you know what i'm saying like so like and celebrities too. I want to add that, like uh, Jim Jones. There's been celebrities that have gotten slandered. Um, you know, like you said, they they get COVID, and then they're like, you know, COVID is real, y'all. Like, why did it re- require you to get it for you know you to right. take it as seriously as most people have been for years now? So, no, I, I don't understand that. But yeah, hopefully, I mean, the more that information that comes out, the more doctors you know learn about it. Like you said, vaccines. I know there's variants now, but Man, I just hope we get to a point where maybe not the normal we had before, but where we don't have to worry as much as, you know, seeing these outbreaks, you know, seeing misinformation reported. So I just wanted to throw that out there. I was curious what you thought as we, you know, get into fantasy sports and and more specifically the playoffs, but Shit, depending on yeah. who you got on your team. Playoffs this week? Playoffs. Oh, man. Playoffs is definitely this I, week. I hadn't even um, noticed, you know, so – Wait, Gerard, before that, I was going to ask you, how you feel about Mr. Jim Jones? Hey, listen. <laughs> Stomp a butthole in your ass and walk it dry. <laughs> I haven't seen the video, but if he did put a whooping on Freddie Gibbs, hey, man, it happens. You know, people lose fights all the time. I, I, love, the, I love the tweet you had, though, yeah. man. That was, that was yeah, the best way like, you could have put it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just glad they didn't get out there shooting each other. Like, but. Right. Give, give yeah, me. I wouldn't want to see on here if Freddie Gibbs died or something, you know. See, that's, that's what I love about hip hop. I'm I, I may I may love violence too much, but that's what I love about hip hop because the hip hop I grew up in, if you talk so reckless all the time when you see each other, you know. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> we got to figure this out one way or another. So, Jimmy saw him and they figured it out. But also, let's not get too <laughs> high up on Jimmy. I seen him get beat up too. So like like, like, hey, everybody got their day. So, like, so, like, which, like you said, you make it, you make a great point because we got to a place where, like, it's far too common for people to shoot yeah. and or, like you said, Drew get killed. Like, your tweet was amazing, Gerard. Like, let's stick to the to the hands yeah. if it needs to go there. Like, nobody should have to lose their uh, life over this. You so. can walk away, bro. Like, that's it. Like, the only, I, listen, I've lost fights before. The only thing that hurt me was my pride. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's, but, it, like, <laughs> like, pop, like Pops on Friday. I was just about to put, I was going to say, I'm going to put in the clip from Friday. <laughs> pops, pops on Friday, man. You live to see another day, man. You win some, you lose some. But you live live to fight another day it's, it's funny games That's, you're gonna get these jokes but you know what i'm saying like both both of those guys however old they are they still walked away and they still no <laughs> you, you, you bring a great point because gerard i was sitting there and when i when the news broke and y'all posted posted in the group chat i'm like you know kind of similar to to college in in 35 but like i assume both jim jones and freddie Gibbs are in their 40s yeah. now right 
Dude's I feel like, like 45. I feel like. I would say Freddie's got to be in his late 30s. Nah, I think he like 40. You know, no, I don't know. I don't know. Freddie Gibbs has been. Because Freddie was, was in the game Back for a minute before he was able to like actually get the recognition he's getting I now. Know, I ain't see. fighting nobody at 40. So. I'm looking up Freddie. You look up <laughs> Freddie's 39. Freddie's 39 years 39. old. Okay, so he's 40 then. Right. And <laughs> yeah. Jones is so, like 45. Like. 45, right. So. At 39 slash 40 and 45, yeah, I'm not really – maybe it's hard for people to give up that <laughs> lifestyle, but, like, I'm not really trying to walk into to somewhere and have to fight. Like, yeah, I'm trying to be like, in somewhere. I'm trying to be on a couch somewhere. Like, you know, you know you're going to be sore tomorrow. The next day, <laughs> Bro, it's like, like what – Where's my life right now where I got millions of dollars and here I am in articles one morning because I got into a fight? Like, bro, like, why are you not on a beach somewhere in, like, a lounge? Like, I don't know, man. I just saw that. I was like, they they too old to be yes, doing this. Didn't you guys be now and I don't feel like fighting nobody. So, <laughs> too much at energy. All. <laughs> at all, bro. So, that was my main thing. when I It wasn't who won, who lost. It was like, but why? What is, what is, what is going on? I was just saying, like, dude, it would have been horrible if we woke up and be like, wow, we can never hear a Freddie yes, Gibbs album absolutely. again, you know? So, absolutely. bro, I'm, I'm glad both didn't take it to the yeah, extreme with I that. Yeah, I just thought we'd talk about that real you quick. Know, but in that tweet I had got a lot of traction. I don't know. The whole world seems to You went viral, my friend. You went viral. I thought it was common sense, but, you know, shout out to the people. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> look at Look at lyrics of people beef, bro. It's like, oh, I mean, what do people rap about when they got beef? Hey, we'll pull up on your grandma, mama's <laughs> house. Like, it ain't meet me here. Let's duke it you out. No more. It's like, <laughs> you know, your main man's got to disappear. Like, no, you know why? I don't, you I don't know like why? that. Because instead of like Freddie and Jim, like people are embarrassed to lose fights. You know what I'm saying? So they rather like, if I got to go, like, this going to be the last one you ever do. You know what I'm saying? So, but. <laughs> Like yeah. I said, I'm glad yeah. the dudes took it back to old school. You know what I'm saying? Get the five minutes out the way, walk away. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> yeah, fully agreed, man. And a great job again on that tweet. Um, but yeah, let's let's wrap with something fun. Um, the fantasy football playoffs. playoffs are here. Oh man, uh, you guys, I just playoffs. Yeah. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. We get we get a draw. You have a bye week, it, it, um, man. I I hadn't I noticed. I'm sorry, guys. I hadn't noticed. I hope. Yeah. I hope. I hope. Sometimes bye weeks can be a curse, though, because oh, you're not true. playing anybody, right. but you guys could still listen, get hurt out listen, there. My hey, guy, hey. win your game, and then you could talk to me about a bye week. Okay, oh, I'm gonna try. <laughs> like, I got a damn skeleton crew right. out there. People I've never even heard of out there. That is why I mentioned COVID because whoever is on your team is not a guarantee they are available. So yes. if you could get a full roster to put out there for your playoff matchup, that's a blessing. I don't right have now, a buy, so I don't have to worry about it. So we'll worry about <laughs> that next week, all right? If you have anybody on the Cleveland Browns, if you have anybody on Rams. the Rams, Rams, like some teams are going through it right now. But again, there have been games pushed back to Tuesday. Yeah. Um, what's crazy is opposing teams in the real NFL are like, nah, like y'all put out when rules was was, was established. <laughs> like if a team had a breakout, they had to forfeit, yeah. and now here we are. 
they sit there at a, a competitive disadvantage, which on one hand I get it, but it's like, damn, like fuck, fuck them coming out, right. you know, COVID free, healthy. Mm-hmm. Y'all like, nah, we need that dub though. So <laughs> that was interesting to me. But yeah, I was in two leagues this year. Uh, did not make the playoffs in one league. Had Alvin Kamara as my top pick, and him being out weeks hurt me. So shout out to Gerard for being able to withstand that in the, in the other league that we're in. But um, I don't know, man. I don't know how to feel because, again, uh, my phone has been blowing up all week. You can get a notification from um, ESPN, from Shams and Woj, and depending on NBA or NFL, like another player entering the protocol. So it's scary times out here, man. But, you know, hey. At the end of the day, the game's got to be played. So, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. Like, you you literally cannot get comfortable because anytime your top player can literally get COVID and be out for a week. So, whew. I would just I'd like to ask the fantasy gods real quick. Just please let Darren Waller play this week for me. Just please, please. That's all. I, I barely got to use him this year. So, please, just one week. Oh, fantasy. Man. That's real. But. Yeah, man. What any, anything y'all want to add for the fantasy playoffs? Um, other than than Drew's prayer, which hey, <laughs> I get it, I get it. Gerard's not playing this week, but Gerard, are you nervous? Because I know whatever I have gotten to buy, mm-hmm. it's almost like extra pressure because your team's almost now expected to be one of the top teams. Whereas yeah. when you don't get a buy, jealous. obviously you're you're trying to win still, but like. You're like, oh, well, you know, I didn't get a buy, so I was just thugging it out. Usually I'm nervous. This week I was praising God because of all the COVID <laughs> stuff. I'm like, Jesus Christ, thank yeah. you. Like, And then the Thursday yeah. night game <laughs> happened, and I had Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and he gave me nine points. And I'm like, see, I'm glad I had a buy because that was that, that, <laughs> I, I was definitely going to get an L. Like, it's all like. Hey, nine points from a running back, though, this year? Yes. That's sometimes that's all you, you need. You far year. worse, bro. I promise you. I didn't got goosers from running backs before. So, mm-hmm. matter of fact, I started. Uh, oh, I cannot think of his name. Dry, you know him. He's one of the running backs for the Lions. Oh, yeah, he was gonna have a big, yeah. Got God with thought he's gonna have a big game, and he I think ended up with either zero or negative yeah. points because he fumbled. <laughs> so nine points. If he would have got that, I'd have took it. I'd have <laughs> took it. Love Melvin Gordon on my bench. He had like twenty three yeah. points. It was a uh, it's a tough week. Still with a loss, I'm pretty sure. But, you know, that's the way love goes sometimes. That's the way Yeah, love. but, Drew, I'm rooting for you because I look forward to playing you next week, you know, because oh, it'd be fun. Know, we could talk a shit on play, here. Because I don't play this week. So, I'm looking forward to playing you next week, you know. Thanks. Because, you, know, you know, B was talking all that, that shit about beating me. I definitely and was because I told you I was seeing you. And, and there's no, and there's then, no fear this way either. And then, you know what I'm saying, and then, you know what I'm saying, so, you know. I got to gloat a little bit about it. sounded real confident over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm talk my shit until I can't talk no more. You know what I'm saying? So. Okay. I hope I see you next I week. I, but, I, yeah, I, like I said, it'll, I got to struggle this week. It'll be a great pod if I do see you next week. All right? It really will. <laughs> you know what? It'd be a nice little heavyweight yeah. fight. Because <laughs> whoever wins that is going to the Super Bowl. Exactly. So. Woo. Oh, it's getting lit. But. I think that's a good place to end it, fellas. Um, it is. This is this is fun, man. Therapeutic as always. And again, uh, for those um, that are still listening, feel free to go about go back and check out some of our older episodes. Um, and let us know some topics that you guys would like to see us discuss in the future. But again, we appreciate all of the love and support. Um, and yeah, until next time, this has been another episode of Two Hip Hop Senseis and the Casual. And y'all be easy.
Gerard. Man, Take I was, care. That was a little delayed, man. Did, did, did y'all want to do that? Did y'all want to do that? <laughs>